Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. say the calm before the storm but um there is no calm really in Istanbul and there's definitely a storm as well uh when I arrived at the airport last night uh around midnight uh, there was such a strong wind Chicago-esque you had inanimate objects being blown all over the place out of control bad news for Harry Maguire you might argue ahead of tonight Sorry, I had to do it. But I'm making my way downhill from Taxim to the UEFA Youth League game because I've not really had a chance to look at any of these this season. And it is just a, a short walk from the dead centre of town at the Kazim Pasha Stadium. Beautifully situated. I can see the floodlights from where I am now. I'm crossing a, a major thoroughfare and I can just see it at the, the dip at the bottom. So... Off we go there for that aperitif. So, as you can hear, it may be early. It may be pouring it down. It may be sparsely attended. Um, but there are some very enthusiastic young people here, certainly in favour of Galatasaray. little window, minor window, into what Manchester United might be facing a bit later. Going for Galatasaray, scored by number nine, Baran Demirov. You know what, I think that's the first goal we've ever missed on that match.
and it's raining even more heavily to celebrate. <laughs> it is, it is gen genuinely chucking it down. It's mad. And who should I bump into other than friend and perpetually travelling journalist Andy Mitten, often to be found where Manchester United are, of course. Andy was very happy to be back in Istanbul, despite not great first impressions back in the 90s. I'm not sure I would be here if the first team weren't playing later on. It wouldn't have justified a trip to, to Istanbul. But when I do the European games, I try and watch the 19s. I won't go absolutely crazy out my way. For example, in Copenhagen a few weeks ago, I, I intended to go and then I saw it was 55 minutes away from the centre and I just thought, I've wow. not got time to do that. So I didn't do that one. Uh, I like watching younger players. One of the 11 lads here is probably going to make it. I just like to do my job to the best of my ability. And Any views on which one when you say one's likely to make it? And the Fletcher, Fletcher twins are, are decent. Um, I remember in the last couple of years... No, you, most recently we saw Kobe Mainu he was playing in a lot of these games yeah and it's really important that Manchester United play in the Champions League with that shadow competition because when you're not in Europe you miss out on all of that so they end up arranging friendlies which aren't quite the, the, the same thing but a few of my mates are here I like going to new stadiums this is in a really really cool part of Istanbul yeah, I mean, it's super easy. You can walk it in 15 minutes from the centre. Less, even. And, and it's a proper stadium. It's not an identical build one. It's got different shaped stands. Named after the president, which is a first, I think, for, that I've seen in Europe. And uh, Pasali, are they in the Super League? and in the top division here? Yeah, they are, yeah. 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 So, last, last time I came here, I saw them play Fenerbahce and uh, Roberto Soldado played. Okay, yeah. The, uh, Which was more recently than you think. I interviewed Roberto Soldado when he was playing in the UAE a few years ago, yeah. Really? So a storied career he's definitely had. So, but, but this isn't your first trip to Istanbul to see United at, at Galatasaray. I mean, Galatasaray put out some incredible footage of a very young Gary Neville with his uh, nose pressed to the window of the coach on a, on a previous trip here and uh, Fergie having a look out the, the window. What do you remember of the experience of coming to Galatasaray if we go a long time back I've, I've watched Manchester United play in this city seven or eight times right. you never forget your first time Galatasaray 93 I didn't actually get to see the game because I was deported along with 164 other Manchester United fans I wrote a big piece about that for the Athletic and it was a pretty terrifying experience I did nothing wrong there was a perception at that time that all British football fans were hooligans I'm not yeah. a hooligan uh, we were followed back to our hotel things were thrown at us our hotel was attacked the windows were put through the reception was smashed up I slept in a room the windows were put through in that and then at two in the morning I was woken up by police with a baton uh, saying we take to another hotel which seemed logical because I was in a room with glass all over the floor instead they took us to police stations all but forced us to sign statements which we couldn't read in Turkish and kept us there for 24 hours no food no water we didn't see the game we got our passports back when we got back on the plane emptied out of a bin liner and every one of our passports just said deportee on it so we got wow. back to Manchester and I was a young journalism student I was thrust forward to speak to the media and there was a presumption and assumption that more this was just British football fans behaving badly and I explained exactly what I got on and the British government, to be fair, and David Meller, 
who's a Conservative cabinet minister at the time. Not someone I would have voted for naturally, but he got really behind our case, supported us. We had our passport deportee status revoked. We got issued with new passports for free. Man United got behind us. The players contributed to, to help us because six fans were kept here for six or seven weeks. So it was pretty terrifying. And then the next season, Manchester United drew Galatasaray again. Hardly anyone travelled that. I did travel. Loved the atmosphere in the Ali Samiem Stadium. I've watched football around the world and Turkey is one of the best places to watch football because of the atmosphere. It is incredible. I absolutely love it. I love this city. I love the passion that Turkish people have for football. But that first trip was a nasty one. So... How has Istanbul changed in the last couple of times you've been here in terms of an away fan experience? Well, the old Alisami Yen and the old Fenerbahce Stadium have gone and, and they needed changing. They were pretty decrepit, lovable, full of character. And so now all three of the leading clubs and, and Basak Kasir as well have very modern stadiums. It's a cool city now and it looks east it looks west and I think it was pretty lawless when I first came so when I came in 96 for Fenerbahce Man United they turned the floodlights off so that fans could hold up rolled up newspapers which were set on fire I mean it was it was brilliant but really dangerous <laughs> and then the game started and the PA announcer was offering his support to the players during the match. I mean, this is during a UEFA Champions League match. And the only thing that stopped that was Bobby Charlton, who was a Manchester United official, going up to his equivalent at Fenerbahce and said, no, you, you can't be having this during a game. <laughs> you PA announcer having a go at, you know, these English <laughs> infidels or whatever. <laughs> but, but wonderful. It was the opposite of being sanitised. I absolutely loved it. So, I, I guess... As well, I'm thinking, how is it being reacquainted with the Champions League? You talked about the on-pitch effects of the separation, should we say, rather than divorce from the Champions League over the, over the last couple of years. Being back in it, how has that been as a fan, even if the perception is for, for neutrals that it's underwhelmed a bit on the pitch? Well, when I first started United We Stand, I dreamed of seeing my team win one league title. European football was something that... Manchester United paid other clubs to play oh, here we go. AC Milan were paid to come to Old Trafford in 88-89 because Man United hadn't been in Europe so every European trick I don't take for granted I've been fortunate enough to see my team win the Champions League twice to see them play in 7 or 8 European finals win the Europa League it's not just about the game for me and my friends it's mm. about going to new places so the Europa League that's not a disaster that's mm. a chance to go to Astana to go to supposed second-tier cities, which are often better than supposed first-tier mm. cities. This might sound incredibly spoiled, but we got bored of going to Milan and Munich and Madrid and Milan and Munich and then back to Madrid and then Milan and back to Munich. Mm. So to go to all these places, like St Etienne, um, like Real Betis in the Europa League, that gets a big thumbs up from me, and, and I'm realistic. The current Manchester United team is not good enough to win the Champions League. It's more suited to winning the Europa League, a competition I take very seriously. Yeah. And that's my opinion, I'm entitled to it. And yes, Manchester United, given the amount 
the club spends on wages, the stature of the club, should be in the Champions League, should be doing well in the Champions League. That has not happened. And the team have failed pretty badly. When you consider they reached three finals in four years, which was a, uh, a real achievement, which isn't rated by enough people. Between 08 and 11, when you consider that since 14, or since Ferguson going, United have only won two uh, knockout games in the Champions League, two in a decade, wow. Olympiacos and, um, and PSG. Mm. That, that is failure. Mm. Didn't feel like failure being at Paris that night, but <laughs> you know, judged over a 10-year period, it, it is failure. So, win or, win or lose, continuing after Christmas will be great. Yeah, the, the going into the Europa League. Look, I'm I'm going to be happy if Manchester United get out of this group. Yeah, it's improbable at the moment, having won one game out of the four. The nightmare for us is that the team finish fourth in the group and there's no more European football, no more trips to look forward to. You know, you you're in the winter months. You look forward to that away game in February. Last year it was Barcelona in the Europa League. Yeah. And they were two wonderful games of football. And try telling anyone who travelled to Barcelona that they didn't matter because it was only the Europa League. They would have just laughed at you. And, yeah, finishing fourth would be failure. I mean, not getting out of this Champions League group would be failure from a footballing perspective because there are more challenging groups than Galatasaray, FC Copenhagen, Bayern Munich. Yeah. But let's be honest, Manchester United have been pretty poor. And struggled at home in the only game which was won against Copenhagen with carved open by Galatasaray at home played well away the first half an hour in Munich and the first half hour in Copenhagen but one went out of fours one went out of four I still think Manchester United could, could go through maybe I'm being naive um, on the way to the stadium now um, amid some typical Istanbul traffic I think it's fair to describe it as um, still getting there in plenty of time but there's water collecting on the pitch with this rain that isn't letting up at all uh, the reports so whether there's actually a game when we get there is a different kettle of fish and what do they do do they postpone it until tomorrow if they do of course there's a uh, form for that you might remember Antonio Conte's uh, Juventus coming a cropper when uh, a game was snowed off here against Galatasaray in 2013 and then played the following day um, just before Christmas um, they got some a, a tractor to take the snow off the pitch and it took a lot more than the snow off the pitch um, and Juventus went out so um, we'll have to wait and see hopefully it still happens But wouldn't it just be typical? Epic trip and then no football at the end of it. Keep the fingers crossed. Toasty, I know, right? Well, despite that racket, um, the stadium isn't totally full yet, and we've still got almost an hour until kickoff. That light whistling you can hear is from the Manchester United goalkeepers. 
um, and coaches have come out to warm up. The full team's yet to come out. United on the way back to the dressing room. Just like to uh, get some light whistling before we start. Bit of a sound check. Check the levels. So Galatasaray picked a very attacking team as if they want to come out and win this game. Of course they want to win this game, but they're really, really going to try and win this game rather than just grind it out. Because Khan Ayhan is kind of been the anchor, both for them and the Turkish national team. The centre-back playing in midfield is actually playing at centre-back this evening. They brought Ndombele into midfield. I know, risk-reward, right? but it's at least partly because I suspect they played really well in both games against Bayern but ended up with absolutely no points on the back of it so they've got to make that up somewhere because it's not just about shutting out United it's about beating Copenhagen or at least creating a situation where that match race sits in Denmark against Copenhagen is a kind of winner takes all for second place in the group sort of biz Garnacho he's left free on the left hand side of the box United suddenly had a man over. Bruno Fernandes saw him very quickly, got it onto his left foot, smashed it into the top of the net. Really good finish. And then Garnacho did the calm down gesture to the fans behind the goal, which precipitated a load of objects being thrown. And Fernando Mosvera has come all the way out of his goal to tell him that that perhaps wasn't the thing to do. 
card he's had Everyone's appealing for something. I don't know what it is. But there's a Galatasaray player on the floor in the six-yard box. And the rest sends to his Mertens. Hold on before he's out the corner. scoring two in the first 20 minutes maybe they're starting to take a little bit of an edge off the atmosphere as well gone prove me wrong home fans so Ziyech lining up a free kick looks like his kind of angle what a hit looked like Anana didn't see it at all That left foot should have its own competition, really. He's probably the best Galatasaray player so far, anyway. It doesn't look quite fit-fit yet, but you can see him picking the passes, being able to put the ball in behind the full-backs, and that's where they've looked like most creating danger so far. His first goal at a free kick, and just such a nice hit. And a point where this crowd looked like it was, or felt like it was sagging a little bit. Now it's properly burnt up, as you can hear. Sasha Bowie 
Good for the white ball, but hang on. Oh. Great chances are close down. He's got his head in his hands. He knew that was a really clear chance. Great defending, though. Great last pitch there. Half time. Bloody hell, a lot happened in that. Thought it would be impossible for them to produce another game like the first one at Old Trafford, but this is just as chaotic and it's brilliant. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. United. 
Michel. Tomlin out the front post. It's a really smart break. And Wan-Bissaka didn't look as if he was busting a gut to get up on that right-hand side. He just moved into position. Loads of space behind Angelino. The ball was good. And McTominay just snaffled it at the near post. And again, you get that dip of silence. Apart from that murmur that you can hear from the United fans in the corner. free kick and Anana just completely lost sight of it I think fumbled that one in close that ZH cross <sighs> bloody hell like anything could happen in this last 20 minutes anything
down the right. Now we talked about Galatasaray being vulnerable on the break. Which they look there, but Ziyech absolutely flew back and dispossessed Ganacho. But both of these teams are beginning to look. United are realising that they're going to have to shoot their shot at some point. And you can see them start to look a bit creaky as well. That Ziyech pass that can open up either way. is something that gives them the option as well. But Galatasaray lose the ball and straight away it's four on four. My God. Garnacho really close there. Bend enough. Definitely a winning goal in this. And maybe an equaliser and then maybe a winning goal after that. United around the back here, Palestri. Just scooped over the top. Definitely a change in gear from United here. ZX is going off, he's going to get a big hand, he's been great. Best game for Galatasaray by a mile since arriving here. He looks absolutely cream crackered. Zaha. Straight Anana in the end. He did the difficult bit, created the room for the shot. There's still loads of space for United on the flanks. Fernandez off the outside of the post. They had loads of time to line it up, but it was a great hit. Oh my god, Harry Maguire in a attacking fullback position there. This game is simply chaotic. And it's over. Oh my God. A strange little dip at the end there from a crowd that I guess must be exhausted. Still something riding on the Bayern Copenhagen result later. Galatasaray in second spot for the moment. It looks like being all alive in this group for the final game after full time and after we all caught a breath I grabbed the word with Wilfried Zaha so two incredible games against Manchester United must have been really emotional I mean those were two games where everything happened um, yeah, it was ended up being quite open to be honest. But I'm sure as a neutral, it must have been enjoyable to watch. Um, 
we conceded two goals, but the good thing about the team is we've got the quality and the mindset to just keep going. And I think three alls a fair, fair, fair result at the end of the game. A nights like this, I guess, is why you chose to come here. How are you settling in? Um, yeah, standing there listening to the music. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is this is this is why I'm here. Um, um, it's different, and I want it different. This is why I came here, and it's, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the 50,000 people whistling at once. So yes, it's it's been good so far. If someone told me you'd be losing two nil in the first. I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, and then you finish the game free all, then, yeah, that feels like a win to me, to be honest. And we had the opportunities to win it. I had the opportunity to win it at the end. But it, wasn't, it just wasn't my day. I didn't have the composure I needed today. But it still leaves it in our hands, Copenhagen game. I think we can go there with the qualities, as you saw today, that we have. I think it's, we can win it. On the Continent is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.